Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. I want to congratulate you all again. Um, and, and, and I just want to let you all know, you're probably sitting there thinking, you know, what's all this fuss about? Why, why are people celebrating uh, this accomplishment, you know? Because even though you may have goals, it is a beautiful thing to see, especially people being educated. Because you got to understand, education wasn't always a privilege for a lot of people in the United States. And the fact that you have made it through with all the distractions that come before you, it is something worth celebrating, and you are worth it. Okay, so don't ever take that for granted. Uh, in an educational society where we still experience about one third of your peers won't even graduate and they'll just walk away from it. But you didn't do that. And you're on your way to doing that. Okay, keep your standards high. Don't worry. Just don't worry about it. I have a few tips that I would like to share with you as you advance into your next phase of transformation. There are several scriptures I'm going to bring to your attention, but the ultimate backdrop for what we're going to be talking about today is centered around Psalms 23, okay? I want to start by telling you a quick story, though. Uh, it's a story I used to tell when I was coaching basketball. I used to tell this to my players, especially when we went off to play somebody else at their gymnasium. <clears throat> and it's a story about a general. And the title of it is called The Crazy General. That's the name of it. So the crazy general, here's how it goes. So I used, to, I used to stand before them, and I was trying to figure out how to motivate them to get them to play their best that day. So I would, I, I would start with this story, and I would say, there was a crazy general who went off to battle. They sailed in ships to get to their location. They were going to fight on someone else's land. And when they got there, the general noticed that some of his soldiers were a little weary and a little tired and, and not feeling their best. So the general had a thought. He told everyone, burn the ships. He said, burn them all. And, of course, this sparked interest in everybody that he leads because they're wondering, probably like you're wondering right now, if they burn the ships, then how are they going to get back home? So he told them, burn the ships. And don't worry about getting back home, because if you win this war, you can take their ships and go back home. All right? So there are a couple of things that I want to point out about that story. Now, we didn't always play as well as I would like, but it did motivate them for that moment in time. But in, within that story, there are three points that I want to share. The first being that as you continue forward and advance in your life, you can't buy into the labels that people are going to try to place on you. They called him crazy. Okay? But that was just a label. If you notice, they called him General Crazy, but that did not stop him from achieving his mission and his goal. In my years of experience, I've learned that 
You have to stay true to who you are because when your standards are higher, when your standards are higher than others, you'll be called names all the time. I remember reading uh, Denzel Washington was having a conversation with Danny Glover. And Danny Glover, uh, I can't remember the question per se, but Danny Glover responded and he said, things that people don't understand, they'll label it and condemn it. So you have to be careful about that. Because your standards are higher and people are looking at you, they're going to give it a label just because they don't understand what you've been through. So when your standards are higher than others, you will be called a name. You know what I mean? Look at her. Look at him. They think they all that. You've probably heard that before, right? When you walk across the stage to go get your award or when you told people you were going to Mississippi State, what do you want to major in? You told people what you wanted to do. Baby girl back there says she wants to be a chef. She's going to first grade. People probably have already said she's not going to be able to do that. Look at her. But you can't buy into the labels that people try to give you. And just to remind you, they call Jesus' name too now. Let's look at Luke 23, 1 through 5. Then the whole multitude of them arose and led him to Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, we found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to pay taxes to Caesar, saying that he himself is Christ the king. Then Pilate asked him, saying, are you the king of the Jews? He answered him and said, it is as you say. So Pilate said to the chief priests in the crowd, I find no fault in this man. But they were the more fear saying he stirs up the people teaching throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee to this place. Now, if you notice in this scripture right here, they called Jesus a deceiver. They tried to hold him in contempt for misleading people, as they said. They also called him innocent. They called him innocent. But the crowd was so fierce against him because his standards were so high that they tried him and said that he was guilty. Okay? So hold on to that. But aren't we so lucky? Aren't we so lucky and so blessed that even though they called him names and crucified him, that it didn't stop him from achieving his mission and his goal? The second point is, I want you to listen and hear the words of the wise. If you notice in the story I told you, the leader of the, the men was a general. And you don't become a general overnight. See, I know that because I served in the army. And you have to start at a place and then you have to continue to rise. But you rise based on your experience. So they don't just say, okay, you just now joining the service. Go be a general and lead everybody. You don't have enough know-how and knowledge to do anything. So that's why all this fuss over you is about the places that you're going. Okay? Yeah. But you must continue to surround yourself with counsel that is on your level or higher. I'm going to say that again. 
you got to surround yourself with people that's on your level or higher, okay? Because if you only set for the, the bare minimum, that's what you're going to get is the bare minimum. Because you got to remember, people who do things right get rightly what they deserve, all right? So that's why you have to keep in with good counsel. Proverbs 19, 20, and 21 talks about this. Listen to the counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. Okay? So when they tell you to talk to, to the older generation, it's for a reason. They've seen and done things. They've even had experiences for you to tell you if there's a pothole down that road that you should not go straight that way because you're going to end up falling in, and then it's going to be uh, deeper trouble for you to try to get out. Psalms 1 and 1. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, sorry, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. So again, you have to surround yourself with good counsel. And also, I'm going to charge you with this. Make sure you pray daily for the power of discernment because there are going to be some people that come up against you just to be a part of what you got going on and when they get what they think they've gotten out of you they're going to go their separate ways and you're going to be like where are all my friends so you still got to make sure you look out for all of that that'll be that'll be coming your way okay and i'm not just talking because this is something that i want to share with you i'm speaking from experience Okay. After I graduated high school, I attended college. I went to Florida A&M University. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes. Talking about a little old country boy from Brunswick, Georgia. Okay. The only time I had been out of the state was with my parents on vacation. So I hadn't seen a lot, hadn't heard a lot, hadn't done a lot. But when I got to Florida A&M, I did it all. And so you, you really have to be careful because those things can lead you down a path that is so hard to recover from. But as long as you walk in good counsel, you'll, you'll, you won't be too far away from the help that you need. Okay? And we have plenty of examples in our church, plenty of examples. Everybody out here is so beautiful. Everybody out here has a lot going on. Everybody has life to deal with. But I guarantee you, you're going to find somebody. You don't have to look too far other than the pastors that are sitting down here. But everybody should be able to offer you something as long as it's in the best interest of what the Lord has for you. Also, be mindful that all counsel is not good counsel because I mentioned before that you have people who talk a great game, but their actions don't line up to equal the actions they speak about. Pray daily for the power of discernment. Pray for vision. Pray for daily renewal of your spirit that invites the Lord in every day so people can see the transformation that's taking place. Okay, that's my second point. So the first point was to make sure don't buy into labels. All right. The second point, make sure you listen and surround yourself with good counsel. The third point, uh, and this is Psalms 23, which is kind of the backdrop for the for the whole message. Is you have to understand. 
that there will be some trials and tribulations that you will face. Now, if you notice, the general created a sticky situation for the soldiers to overcome by burning the boats and leaving them with no way to get back home. However, his confidence in them did not waver. See, I want you to think about it this way. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. See, we know that. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. We got that, okay? But here it is. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they come for me. Now, notice, the general burned the boats. He didn't have any fear. He didn't have any fear. He had all the confidence in the world. And isn't it so great that when we look at this scripture right here, we know that there is no fear that should overcome us. For he walks with us every single day. You are with me. Have you ever heard this phrase? People come up to you and say, if the Lord be with you, then who can be against you? Tell them, stop saying if. Tell them that you know that he's with me because I will fear no evil because the rod and staff are with me every day. And that's what you got to carry with you all the time. And understand this. Uh, remember in the beginning when I said that you were worth all this fuss? Let me, let me show you why. What you need to understand, and, and, and this is in the words of Reverend Arthur Jackson, uh, is that even though, go to verse 5, please. Even though, even though, it says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Even though the Lord prepares a table before you in the presence of enemies, what you need to understand is, it's not your table. Check it. It's not your table. So if it's not your table, that means he can do whatever he wants and invite whoever he wants to his table. Okay, but there is a stark difference in who's sitting at the table with you. And the reason is he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. But my head, my head is the one that's anointed with oil. And can't nobody take that away from you. Understand, you anoint my head with oil and it's so much that your cup runs over. You can't hold it all. So understand that. I want to say that one more time. Just understanding you tell people if you feel like the enemy's coming up against you, tell him this ain't your table. This is my God's table. And I can sit wherever he tells me to sit because my hand is anointed with oil. Every single day. I had to give credit to Reverend Arthur Jackson, but the last part was my thoughts. I just want to let y'all know that. I wasn't stealing that. So when you understand that the table doesn't belong to you and that he can invite whoever he wants, whenever he wants and wherever he wants, that the difference is that your head is anointed with oil, no matter who's sitting at the table with you. That's why you have to keep your standards high. He's blessed all of us by anointing our heads in the presence of others who have not fully found him yet. You'll be able to see, uh, they'll be able to see it in you 
and through you. Your works that he is great and greatly to be praised. Therefore, as the scripture continues to say, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Before I go, I want you to remember these three things. Don't worry about labels. Just forget them. People are going to call you things just because they don't understand the direction that you're going in. But as long as you know who you are and who you belong to, it won't matter what they say anyway. The only reason they're calling you names or saying something about you is because they want to be like you. And they're watching what you're doing because there's something that attracts them to you. I want to give you this little quick story right here. Uh, me and my wife, were on, we took a cruise for our honeymoon. And uh, if you've ever been on a cruise before, you have dinner times. And they sit you at the dinner table, and, and most of the time it's with pure strangers. Fortunate for us, we were with other couples who were on their honeymoons as well. They had just gotten married the weekend that we had gotten married. And so talking about seeing God in someone else so that it can shine through uh, like the light, we had been with the couples, and we had bonded. We talked. We developed a friendship and so forth. We discussed our weddings and so forth and compared notes. But uh, something happened the fourth day we were eating dinner with this group. They came to us and said, Brother Frazier, will you and your wife pray for all of us today and bless the food? There was nothing that we did out of the ordinary. We didn't jump around, bat tambourines, or blow trumpets and say, we love the Lord, we do this. We just walked in his presence. And when they saw that, it drew them to us to say, can you bless us too? Because you got to understand, when you carry God with you, others are going to be attracted no matter what. So you can't ever let him go. So don't worry about the labels. Continue to seek that wise counsel. Understand that there will be trials and tribulations. And lastly, make sure you always see the good in others so they can see the great in you. Thank you, and may God continue to bless you in a mighty, mighty way. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.